right, welcome to the Get Ricked podcast with Aaron. Again, I hope this is our last social distance episode here. Looks like the COVID restrictions are pretty much done. So as long as there isn't another spike in cases from COVID idiots, uh, we should be able to go back to our normal routine. So back with Aaron's Week in Music, I just listened to all the songs and went through uh, Aaron's comments on them and yeah, so time for my perspective on things. This is the Aaron portion, but without further ado, let's just get into Aaron's Week in Music for the week of September 23rd. So up first, the overall vibe. I picked the song Bout Shit. It's the locks featuring DMX. Some 90s throwback stuff with some old school legends, the locks. For those that don't know, Sheik Looch, Styles P, Jada Kiss, formerly of Bad Boy Records, but they forced Puffy's hand and moved their way into Rough Riders so that they could be a more street respected group. So I picked this song because back in the day when we were in the Elani Fantasy Football League, a lot of people used to talk a lot of trash. People wanted to win. It was pretty hostile. Somewhere, somehow, over the last few years, guys have gone soft. People want trophies for for participating, that type of bullshit. I just wanted a song that threw back to, like, just talking shit and contentiousness in the league. I mean, it's it's all friends. It's all nice. Whatever. Too much ass-kissing in the league. We want to go back to some of the hostility. I'm trying to bring it back. Overall, the song... It's Street from the Locks and DMX. If you like the Locks, you like DMX, the flow is the same. Nothing groundbreaking or anything like that. So, personally, I give it a score of a Sue Young. All right, with the theme of the week, bout shit with Locks and DMX. I actually don't know who the Locks is, but I do know DMX. <laughs> kind of hilarious video because I was like, where is he? And then when he does his part, I'm like, holy shit, that's him? Guess he's off the drugs because... Damn, he packed on some weight looking like me over there. Nice to hear him back. His part's obviously my favorite to the song. Uh, like Aaron said, nothing special, but it, it's worth a, a listen and a look. I, I don't know if it's going to affect our fantasy football and if anybody's going to get hard or not, but yeah, it's, it's worth a shot, right? So new songs this week. We'll start off with Lazy Girl from Truther. Uh, for those that don't know who Truther is, she's a YouTube star. She does impersonations of K-pop idols as well as Western pop stars. If you do watch her videos, you see that she does have vocal talent. She's able to, you know, change change her voice, manipulate it to sound very similar to like some of these stars. That being said, I'm sure she's had a lot of comments where she should take her talents to an actual K-pop audience or whatever. This song is a response to all those people out there saying that, oh, you should do it before you turn 30 or while you're still young and pretty and all this kind of stuff. So I appreciate that. And hopefully this kind of kicks off an actual career for her in the K-pop industry. So that being said, I also give this song a score of a Young. It showed promise, and hopefully we hear more from her later. Truther, Lazy Girl. I, I had heard this person sing covers and stuff before on YouTube. Didn't realize there was a clamoring for her to 
make her own stuff. I want to suggest a, another one. If there's this girl, Say Song, S A E S O N G, but she kind of fucking nuts. I mean, she does full songs and everyone's parts like Blackpink and Mama Moo, all that kind of stuff. It's it's kind of cool. But this Truther girl, it's, it's all right, Lazy Girl. It's kind of a fun little song where she's saying she she don't got time for the bullshit that goes on the K-pop. She's gonna do things on her own terms. So it's not like a massively produced thing because it's just her doing her shit right it's not like a, a typical k-pop thing but it's all right it's fun it's light it's airy worth a listen next up i picked justin bieber featuring chance the rapper the song is called holy putting it nicely i'm really just not a fan of justin bieber and his music so it really does take a lot to say that i actually like this song there might be a little overtly religious sentiment that he's going for that may be counterculture to today's pop culture, but I think it's refreshing and you can appreciate its sentiment if it's true and heartfelt. You know, if this is just a show, it's crap. But if it's something that is coming from Justin's heart, and I feel like it could be, that's why I can appreciate the song for its its sentiment. The verse from Chance the Rapper, cool, but nothing groundbreaking, doesn't add, doesn't subtract to the song. I I gave this song another Sue Young. I appreciated the fact that maybe Justin is going for a more mature sound. Maybe he's growing up a little bit after two years of marriage. Here's hoping that he's not the little asshole brat that he's been up to this point. I've actually been okay with most of Bieber's newer stuff as he's gotten older and become an adult. It's it's all right. The song is kind of upbeat. It does have that holy message a little bit, but it's basically a, a romance song. So I was kind of shocked in the first scene when um they're panning out and he's in there uh, with a black girl in his bed. That was kind of a little bit different. And then he's going through his uh, manual labor job and they're all getting laid off and you know it's like he's struggling which i'm sure he hasn't had to do a day in his life but it's an all right song it's worth checking out next i picked keith urban's collaboration with pink it's called one too many before i even looked at the video i was wondering if this is pink moving into another genre of music you know she started off as an r&b singer moved to a pop sound kind of transition to a heavier rock sound and it seems as though she's gonna go a little bit country and she's doing it with the australian keith urban the song itself i think it's built for country bars for people to sing karaoke to lyrics are easy repetitive you don't have a lot of big vocal runs from either pink or keith urban very straightforward fun is what it is i gave this song Oh, Hillian. Seems like all the duets lately are about drinking. This one is pretty cool. I do like that there's a lot of harmony, even though it's kind of repetitive, like Aaron said. At least they're singing together most of the time. I can't stand some of these duets when they don't sing together and don't harmonize and stuff. It just seems like a waste of an opportunity to really flex. But um, this one is nice, uh, upbeat, not too country. This sounds like something you might hear in karaoke coming up in the next uh, near future. Up next, Mamamoo is back with a one-off. The song is called Wanna Be Myself. I think this song was released to celebrate the group's six-year anniversary, a.k.a. their final year of their initial contracts. If you like Mamamoo, you like their sound, 
especially when it comes to more of an upbeat tone. You're going to like it. It's a very empowering message about being yourself, wanting to do the things you want to do, all the things that make Mamamoo the successful group that they are as solo projects or as the group themselves. Like I said, if you like Mamamoo, I do, you'll like the song. So overall, score-wise, I gave it a Yuna. Getting into the K-pop, like Aaron was saying, is a typical Mamamoo song. They've kind of grown on me over the years as we've kept listening to them. I like it. I also like seeing them in their comfortable clothes. Hwasa looks pretty good in a sports bra and sweatpants. I don't know. It seems all right to me. Next up to bat, the Fat Rat and Alexa with the song Rule the World. I think this is off whoever Fat Rat is, but... And so the song features Alexa. Um, this song definitely breaks away from Alexa's usual mo of it being a darker post-apocalyptic world changes all that in for very light very cheery kind of a happy song in it she does 100 percent singing she doesn't kind of go to the rap she sings in a higher range there's kind of a rah-rah cheerleading cheer quality to it i think it's nice to see her with a lighter song with not as heavy imagery or whatever. You know, it just... It matches her age and what she should be kind of doing being a, a younger artist. So, with this song, I also gave it a Sue Young. Just, I appreciate her changing up her style. And maybe she goes into a lighter direction for a little bit. This is alright. It's it's not my thing. I, I'm used to seeing Alexa dance hard to her little bit of rap with a futuristic thing. I don't know. I don't really want to see her like this. And she wasn't dressed as sexy as she either. Not my favorite of the week. I'd, I'd even listen to that truther thing before this. So she needs to try harder and continue with her, her uh, futuristic universe there. Next up, Oh My Girl member Yua. She released her first solo album and this is the first track off that album bon voyage visually the video is beautifully shot very picturesque nature scenes the ocean the forest i think with the song itself with the video you almost expect that the song could be bigger there's times in the song where there's a big build-up but there's nothing that propels it forward in different hands and like in IU or Hwasa or Wien or Ailey, you know, one of those singers, the song would have so much power behind it. I think Yua's voice is, it's high and it's pleasant. It's, it'll probably appeal definitely to the K-pop type audience, but it lacks, you know, the vocal power and range of like Wendy or Sulgi. And for that matter, the song just wasn't for me. So I had to give it a Sohyun. This song was alright, like Aaron was saying, it's a nice video, it's worth checking out, but I do kind of feel like maybe everybody doesn't need to get their own video all the time, or doesn't need to go solo. It's okay. I don't know what's so special about this girl in particular that she would be going solo. Not that I know anyone else from Oh My Girl, but I feel like there's a lot of different K-pop stars in different groups that should be getting solos before her, but hey, that's just my opinion. Second to last new song of the week, this is Itzy's B-side to Not Shy. It's called Be In Love. You could consider this mid-tempo song to be Itzy's first true ballad. 
like I've said before, they needed a song to round them out, to balance them out, to make them show that they're not just a one-trick pony when it comes to fast, up-tempo songs. And I think they did a great job with this song. You know, it's my opinion that the best K-pop groups are the ones that have relatively equal line distribution and a varied vocal tone, like, you know, Red Velvet, Mamamoo, Blackpink, Girls' Generation, of course. And with this song, I feel like Itzy is getting into that category. You know, as compared to their other songs where Yujin, you know, her charisma and the raps just completely overwhelm a lot of the song. And she definitely should stand out. But with this ballad, Leah, Cheyoung, and Yuna really drive it vocally. They're pretty good singers. Um, Yuna has that pitch that it gets close to what I don't like. But she can, she tones it down enough where I appreciate it. I think the only person that takes a relative backseat is Yeji. But it's the fact that she's the bridge for everything where she, she smooths over all the rough ends. And as the leader, I mean, I'm, she's doing a really good job. One of my favorite songs, especially this week. Right now, after listening to it four or five times, I give it a Taeyeon. Possibly it could move into UD category, but for right now, Taeyeon. Like Aaron was saying, kind of a mid-paced ballad almost. So it was nice to actually hear their voices for once and, and not just be in that same upbeat tempo where it's all, all just based on dance. And it was nice to hear their voices a little bit. When you're in that kind of thing, you have talent. It's just they don't always let you show it. So it's nice to hear their voices. In particular, that girl, Charyon, she's kind of funny looking, but she's growing on me. <laughs> so final song of the week. After months and months of waiting, Everglow is back with their song, La Di Da. Their introductory song and their last two songs were monsters. Bon Bon Chocolate, Adios, and Dun Dun. Monster songs. So the question now becomes, what can Everglow do that can either equal or surpass that? And I think La Di Da does that. This is a track that gives you like these 80s synth vibes. I've been listening to it like three or four times and when I hear it, it it's like, like an upscaled version of the intro to Stranger Things or something. So it's a sound, you know, that people have been trying to recreate the 80s and, you know, this is one of those super 80s vibes that it really works in 2020. Super catchy lyrics, you know, the songs up for all the haters and whatever, players. And I guess the question is like, has Everglow been listening to the players and the haters? Because in this song, you know, Shihyun got the intro. Asha has a lot of FaceTime. She looks real good. Onda gets shine. EU does the raps. And Eden does that little build up into the hook. But you know what? Let's be real. After about a minute 20 into the song, they finally unleash their super weapon, Mia. And from that point on, she's in the mix for the rest of the song. Could they have given her more parts in the initially? Definitely. But I think they have been listening to the critics that Mia is the scene stealer, the star, whatever you want to call it. So they have to hold her back. But And when she does, she kills it. The usual. That girl, that girl is a star. Song itself, super catchy as hell. It grows on you the more you listen to it. Initially... I liked it, but it's so catchy. It got stuck in my head probably around play two or play three. And, and for that reason, I'm, I'm giving it also a Taeyeon with a chance to move up to a UD. The girls look 
phenomenal. You got that Sin City vibe going on with him. Sin City, Matrix, uh, you know, patent leather, you know, the black and white skyline, that type of thing. It's just, they got the looks. Hopefully they get more shine in Korea. Or, you know what, just come to America and be stars here. I also, first thing when I saw the black and white, first thing through my head was Sin City. Um, and they're wearing a lot of black and some of their their outfit changes it had that it almost had like a dream catcher type vibe to this song which eh, it's not really my thing i, I know aaron really liked it I, I listened to it several times mainly just to watch the videos and see the outfits and stuff it didn't really grow on me the way it grew on aaron so it's definitely something to check out just because <laughs> with all these k-pop videos there's so much production value that goes into it. It's just really impressive. And, you know, different people prefer different things, so this might actually catch your fancy the way it caught Aaron's. 90s throwback. This was inspired by the passing of the notorious RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The song was Notorious from the Notorious B.I.G. featuring Puff Daddy, Lil' Kim. This song was just a posthumous celebration of Biggie's music in life with some... Puff Daddy, Lil' Kim thrown into it. Justice Ginsburg, very influential, very important. Will definitely be missed. Hopefully we have somebody that may not be able to completely replace her and fill her shoes, but do as many great things and defend the the people that needed to be defended. Nice tribute. I, <laughs> it'd be kind of cool if they played it while she's being uh, uh, interred and stuff like that. That would be very appropriate. She was a warrior. I'm not going to get into this shit too much because you know those fucking GOP Republican assholes are going to force some shit through who's just going to be a scumbag that doesn't even deserve to be in that seat. But anyway, that's it for the Week in Music. We'll be back with actual episodes together next week until then like subscribe email us at get at gmail.com send us some music that you want us to review okay goodbye